Hola, mi gente. It is your boy, St. <laughs> Matthew himself. Well, future St. Matthew. I hope one day. Pray to God. And like always with me, my partner in crime. St. Carlos. Future St. Carlos. That it does, is it doesn't sound as good. It's just... Yeah, man. I got, I got to find... I got to... You got to find a better name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them change their names, right? Like yeah. You know, to be honest, well, actually, you know, my first name is actually Juan. Um, so I guess oh, that's I even be, worse. That's yeah, even worse. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe something like you know. Hey, okay. So people call me JC though. What if what if, like JC? maybe like you know the modernist type saint like Saint, saint JC. JC. I like that. that. Like J, like JP two. You know, like yeah. JP two. Yeah, okay, I can I, respect that. Yeah, Saint JC. Yeah, I'll be in charge of your canonization process. So, so. <laughs> oh, okay, Pope, okay, Pope Matthew. We'll see yeah, that's that right. That's right. I'm just kidding. Oh, I want to oh, get married. I want to get married. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. 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 <laughs> um, so what's up, everyone? I hope you're having a great week. Fofo is not able to join us. He's very busy today. So keep him in your prayers. Um, yep. But today we'll be talking about, to be honest, randomness. But it's going to be good, I promise. Uh, it's going to be pretty laid back, chill. One you can definitely listen to and relax to. Um, or if you're like working on homework or studying, this is a good one to listen to. Um, look at me getting all sentimental for people. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're bringing up different topics. Uh, some of the topics I'm going to bring up is uh, adoration and music. And Carlos, what are your topics? Uh, I wanted to just bring up... Um I wanted to bring up like stuff that we like to study on our own personal time, you know, as just like on our leisure time, uh-huh. um, and also um, like kind of hobbies that we're into and whatnot. Just uh, you know, let you guys uh, get a little bit of more insight in our personal life since uh, since we're opening up and being all sentimental here, like Matt said. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. All right, um, so I'm gonna hop right into adoration. Uh, cool. My first experience with adoration was my con one retreat um for those of you don't know what that is for my non-catholic brothers and sisters it is confirmation one year one of confirmation and um oh man uh i remember we were in this like cabin area thing and it was so beautiful it was in the mountains um and they were playing they're playing like oceans you know songs like that right and so, you know, I was so, we just got out of confession and we we're like, we're, we're crying and all that stuff. So, you know, all that good, all the, the, the tears of joy, the, yeah, tears, the, of the tears of repentance, all that good all stuff. All that stuff came out and I was crying like a little, like a little boy. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I cry every time in adoration. It's such a beautiful thing. Um, mm. And I'm never embarrassed to cry either because like, I'm a man of God. I should never be embarrassed to cry for my God. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, to be honest, if you, if you know what adoration is and you don't, do it i i that's the one thing i would want you to do absolutely is adoration because it is so helpful it's so useful it is it takes away literally all your stress all your stresses your worries everything you have going wrong you can let it all out there and that's what it's there for you know the our precious you know body of christ is right there in front of you yeah Um, and you lay it all out. And, you know, it also has a cool kick in when, you know, you have that praise and worship band in the background. Yeah. You, you know, know yeah, usually, <laughs> then, usually that's the best part. That's the yeah, best part. Yeah. You know, they're playing I'm like some, they're playing some like Hillsong United album yeah. or something like that. And, like, you know, it's good. Um, sometimes what I do is I'll bring my earphones and I'll, oh, yeah. And I'll kneel in front of it and I'll have my playlist going. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll have like meditation music playing. Um, awesome. Yeah. I do that. And too. sometimes it's just best in silence. Pure silence. Uh, yeah. 
because then you really start thinking about like stuff you weren't even thinking about before you mm. walked in there. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, what's 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 your first experience with adoration? Oh man, well I want to talk about two experiences. All right, my first experience, I'm not gonna lie to you, it was not it was not pretty it was not pretty. Okay, look, <laughs> I think it's because people like gave me an explanation of adoration to what they experienced, and I was expecting that, you know. Oh. Okay. So it's like kind of they hyped it up, and I was expecting exactly that. Um, so the person that I had talked to prior to my first encounter at Adoration, which uh, which was at my year one confirmation retreat, actually, um, was uh, a female, and she she was telling me about her experience, and she was like, I, I was astonished, like I was like, dang, that sounds really like powerful and like really intimate, you know, like I don't really have a relationship with God, so you know, I'm pretty yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for this actually, um, and I went in there. Um, and okay so i feel like the typical thing you do like when you're first starting to go to adoration the, the only thing you do in prayer is like god give me a sign give me a sign you know something like that right yeah i mean and, and for some people they do have like that sentiment you know where they when they when they uh break out in tears and that's awesome you know yeah. uh, but i didn't i didn't get that my first time and i was pretty i was pretty disappointed with that um and uh, it ha i didn't get it either my second time nor my third time nor my fourth time nor my fifth time and my whole experience with confirmation i never got um any sentiment out of adoration or i guess you would say i didn't feel god's presence uh -huh. but i truly believe is because i was closed off to the possibility of god's presence you know i was looking for i was looking where i shouldn't have been looking you know i didn't i didn't in a sense like i didn't turn away and just like listen and just like stay at peace it's yeah, like my yeah. heart was restless because i was i was expecting something miraculous right um but obviously over the years that has changed with different encounters and, and different um, knowledge about you know what adoration means and, and what it stands for um yeah. and the the most powerful experience i've had in adoration to date um was at a focus conference it was called sls and i went this past year it was in phoenix arizona oh man dude um there was like a one particular occasion and i just like i remember i had i had something in my in my uh, gut that i've been holding on to for a long time and even though i already had like an active relationship with jesus you know sometimes it still is hard to let go of things even though you're active in your faith yeah absolutely and i just remember like dude i was in tears on my on my way to confession uh you know trying to work up the courage to finally like let go of this uh this burden that i had been holding on to for so long um, and I just remember after the, the, the priest just told me like, man, you are so loved, brother. go back there and, and just, you know, receive the father's love. I just went back to adoration. It's in a sense, like I wasn't praying. I wasn't saying anything specific. I was just, I was just there being like wrapped around, um, God's love. Um, and that's, that's really where, uh, the faith life, uh, was set on fire as far as like, uh, you know, just life in general. But I do think that adoration uh, whether it be personal at a conference or like Matt said in different uh, situations, I personally like adoration with music. I'm a mm -hmm. musician. I love, I love the power of music um, uh, alongside with the blessed sacrament. I think adoration is a good is a good thing to do uh, when you're discerning things. I think adoration uh, makes things clear, or at yeah. least it gives you an opportunity to really think uh, and clear your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess that's a uh all right, well, we have a couple subjects to talk about, so I'm going to cut this off by simply saying, go to adoration. Go to adoration. Simple as that. There's literally adoration. live adoration on YouTube. All you got to type in is live adoration, and it's yeah. right there. Um, and, and, and if you never, like, experience, for any, like, maybe a Protestant brother or sister that's listening to this, 
if you've never experienced adoration, you know what? Go for it. I encourage you, even if even if you're not a, a Catholic, um, I would encourage you to just you know spend some time there and really just you know contemplate and, and see what it's all about. Because you know, just just have an open heart and open mind um, to what the Lord might do in that moment of uh, of prayer. Uh, yeah. So I guess that can perfectly move us into the next subject, which is music. Um, music, like you said, is such a powerful thing to me. I prefer to have adoration with music. I prefer yeah. to have a lot of things with music. Um, even the traditional, you know, uh, music that we sing and that we're supposed to be singing, I should say, mm-hmm. in church, that's beautiful to me. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, I have, you know, let me pull up my playlist right here, buddy. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> He's got, it's, we it's got, literally, like, look. It's entitled What's, Worship. So. It's your worship, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got, so, like, a playlist. It's called Songs from Above. Yeah, so, you know, one of my favorite songs right now that I cannot stop listening to, it's because I recently discovered it, and don't get mad at me because I know it's been out for a while, but it's called Holy Water by We the Kingdom. Oh, that's a good song. Uh, that is such a great, great song. And, you know, one song that always gets to me is Reckless Love. Reckless Dude. Love <laughs> will always get oh, to man. me. And, yeah. Um, one song actually uh and to be honest guys worship music is great music to work out to oh um, heck yeah like uh i'm going free uh by vertical worship uh i mean they're brothers and sisters in christ you don't necessarily have to follow what they believe in but um uh they, their music still has a message behind it is that yeah. you know we love and worship jesus so um you know that's some good music to work out to i, I listen to worship music when i'm running long distance or when i'm weightlifting. um you know, it's just, well, actually, I take that back. When I run, I have worship and a little bit of, like, 80s music. I'm talking Tina Turner, Madonna, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. There you go. <laughs> Dude, do you, okay, you brought up something really interesting, and I want to go into this. Look, you said, um, you talked about vertical worship and all these other, you know, Protestant um, mu- musicians. I, I wouldn't even say up. Protestant. I would say non-denominational at this point. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Non-denomination, pro- like... Um, Christians who just don't associate themselves with any uh, sort of organization, which is cool. You know, the message in the, behind the songs are still really sentiment, and they and they really have powerful messages that I play and that I and I listen to, and I just yeah. love the messages. And it's really and it really does a good job of, of connecting uh, the spirit with God. But I do think um, we need more Catholic worship leaders, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like we have. I honestly, at the top of my head, I cannot think of one. I cannot think I, of one. I really can't. I can only think of two. Think of two. Well, three. Who that? Who that? I can think of uh, Ike Nadolo. Okay. Never Ike. heard. Never heard. See, I, never heard. <laughs> I know you've heard of Matt Marr. Okay. You know, he's actually not Catholic, though, anymore. You yeah, know he that? is. No, he's not anymore. He used to be Catholic. Now he's oh, some, what? like, evangelic. I can't even say it, to be honest. But really? yeah, he's not Catholic anymore. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to look into that. Dang, I didn't even know that. Anyways, well, sorry guys, never mind, not Matt Moore. <laughs> uh, but Francis Cabildo, Francis Cabildo is a Catholic uh, worship leader. He's in he's in the he's in Chino. Yeah, he's the same Francis. Is as this the, the the two Catholic dudes we're talking about? Uh, no, 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 no. Francis Cabildo uh, is the guy the guy who played at City of Saints. Remember? But the two Catholic dudes, one of that dude is a. He does make music. Oh, right. Ryan Klaus. Ryan yeah, yeah, Klaus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ryan yeah, yeah. Klaus is a Catholic worship leader also. Yeah. Um, but you see, like, most of, like, the the, the worship music uh, world, I guess you would say, is is, is run by, um, if not non-denominational, our, our Protestant brothers and sisters. And, I mean, more power to them. Uh, that space, it's a big basis of their faith, you know, the worship. And I think it's really beautiful. And, um, you know, ever since I uh, started, you know, my journey as a worship leader and started, you know, fostering that uh 
that kind of thing with uh, with my faith. I've always like you know desired to see more uh, Catholic people uh, take that up and more Catholic uh, worship artists, more Catholic singer songwriters. Uh, to really put out their music and, and really um, not only like be another worship leader in the midst, but also just be a representation for the Catholic yeah. faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's hop back onto what I was saying a little bit real quick. Um, these guys, uh, once again, I will say this with my whole heart, they are brothers and sisters in Christ, most definitely. But you have to understand when you look into the teachings, especially like Hillsong Church and all that oh, yeah. stuff, they have yeah. some weird stuff they believe in, guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm talking Mormon weird. No offense to my Mormon brothers and sisters out there, but... We, we still love you guys. <laughs> yeah, we still love you guys, but uh, there's some weird things they believe in, and keep in mind that their church is ran by by a man. Our church is ran by God. Uh, their church was started and has continued to be run by uh, a guy who's like, you know what, I'm going to start my own church and technically my own religion, technically. Um, yeah, and for those of you who might ask, like, oh, well, the, well, the Catholic Church is run by men too. The difference is that you know it was instituted by Jesus Christ, uh, yeah. starting with Saint Peter, and exactly. there hasn't been a difference since. So it's just and, successors. And Saint Peter had permission to choose successors as an exactly. expert. So exactly, um, so you know, no other random. no other man, no other human being is allowed to do that. So you know, um, so uh, we have we have documentation, we have scripture, we have history behind our backs, um, and I'm not talking like bad about anyone. Trust me, I'm not. I'm just saying, though, like as a dedicated Catholic, beware of what you fall into, beware of what you what you listen to. So the music, like Carlos brought up, great message. That's it. Cut it off at that. That's the message. There should be nothing else after that. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, some man. people, some people. That's how they hook a lot of young people in. A lot of young, vulnerable people who are. Or like, well, I don't know what form of Christianity I want to go into. And then you have like, you know, Hillsong United. They come out with oceans and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, like we'll sing this every Sunday at our church. Like, that's cool. But like, that's not what church is supposed to be. Yeah. And I mean, more you know? power to them, man. You got all the yeah. crazy lights, the fog and everything. Yeah. The, um, the stage with like the thousand dollar electric guitars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, don't and, <laughs> and that's cool. That's cool for a conference. Um, yeah. But like that's a conference is meant to, to unite people for. Uh, exactly. Uh, for a for a time that God wants us to enjoy, church yeah, like yes, it's supposed to be enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, but church is for for God only, though. It's a practice. You know? Yes, it's a it's, it's a, a holy it's a holy it's a holy event that takes place on the obligation day of Sunday, where you're supposed to go, or yeah. Saturday at, at Saturday at seventeen hundred. I mean five o'clock. Sorry, I gotta <laughs> gotta work on that. Um, and um, you know. Uh, so just be careful, guys. Be careful what you what you fall into with it and all that stuff. I mean, obviously respect them. I'm not saying disrespect them. Like respect them, but you know, I always say this to people, like especially people who are like divided within the country right now. Like respect their side, but you don't have to accept their side. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So you know, uh, that's that's all I gotta say about that. So no harm or no harsh words or anything like that to my other brothers and sisters yeah. out there if you're listening to this because I know I have a couple of them that listen to this. Um, so please don't get offended. Uh, nah, and, and, and trust I think me, the cool thing is the cool the cool thing about that though is like we got to recognize that yeah. our brothers and sisters on the others uh, on on the Protestant or like the non denominational side they have a gift though they have a gift for this music man um, and the, the the message the message that they portray in these in these songs are are really 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 powerful um, so more power to them uh, that yeah. they, they they get to experience that sort of. Uh, 
uh, faith with worship, you know, because I think music uh, should be an important part. It's not what our uh, what, the, what our faith is based on, you know. Obviously, our, our faith is based on the Eucharist, um, yeah. but I think it's a great add add additive on top of the Eucharist uh, to really um, give the give the mass and and also the adoration more beauty as a whole. Yeah, but yeah, more power, more power to our brothers and sisters who do that because they are the people. Really, yeah, I, mean, they, I mean, dude, they, like, especially, especially like um, the really like Holy Spirit driven one. You know, I'm talking about like the ones who are like chanting out Holy, you know, like Holy Spirit and all that. Like, man, that is some powerful stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Some, Sorry. Some charismatic stuff. That was probably like a loud bang you heard by that some dropped a beer can outside my room or a beer bottle. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm in my room, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm in the barracks room, guys. So give me a break. And if you hear like a background noise, like a buzzy noise, it's because my fan is on. You have to realize it's so hot over here that if I turn my fan off, it gets super hot. I start sweating because my AC is broken in my room. And they always say they're going to fix it, but they never fix it. So I'm like, what the heck? But whatever. Um, anyways, uh, so that was that was the music topic right there. Um, what was the what was the topic you had? What, what I guess we wanted to talk about a little bit of like our, our own personal interest though in music. Oh, my own personal interest, uh, sleeping. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, like what kind of music you'd like to listen to? Oh, right, 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 right. Um, okay, music, look, country, I, country all yeah, day, every day. Of course, country. I know y'all make fun of me for that. I know my friends, my best friends from back at home. They're like, oh my god, this guy. Here we go again. Like, yeah, I'm a brown boy that listens to country music. Get over it, y'all. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I think that I think that that's why I wanted to bring it up because both me and you have uh, <laughs> not very common uh, taste in music. Like, don't get me wrong, like. I'm all for the the West Side, you know. I love hip hop, you know. I love old yeah. school rap and all that good stuff. Old school rap, absolutely. Yeah, but there is okay. Look, the thing with the thing with music is you got to watch out what you put in your in your head, right? Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you at the end of the day, yes, it is for entertainment only, and yes, you're doing it for the for the pleasure of just you know maybe listening to a beat or whatnot. But at the same yeah. time. Uh, what comes in through one year is going to come out through the other year, and then like the the uh, exactly. what the modern artists are like putting out there, uh, it's not very clean to the soul. You know. Although I'll say this, I'll say this. Um, well, let's get two. Let's get a couple things right here. Old school rap is not like early two thousand Kanye West. Old school rap is N.W.A. Cypress Hill, Wu Tang. That's old, Tupac. Well, even Tupac. then, he's pretty. But yeah, so that's that's old school rap right there. Um, Second of all, I would have to disagree with that. The only reason I'm saying that is old school rap was much more harsh with lyrics back in the day. Because they were talking about straight up gang violence, how they grew up, what they saw, what they did. You know, in vulgar acts they did to women, stuff like that. So, like, um, like you said, though, like, yes, pleasure of the beat, but not of the lyrics. So the lyrics, right. go ahead, spit that fire if you want. But, like, keep in mind, it, it should be going straight out of the other ear. The only, the only lyrics that should be staying in are, like... Some of those good country songs. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, you know, the no, ones I'm just you want to serenade I'm the girl kidding. with. I'm kidding. But uh, but definitely worship music, though. Worship music should be the only lyrics that are sticking in your head. Like, yeah. as in, we're like, you're going to want to reflect that into the outside world. You know, um, I'm not talking bad about any rappers or anything like that. You know, like, they have an amazing talent. You know, it's a God-given talent. Uh, yeah. It's just some of their lyrics, all clearly, <clears throat> we can all agree, are not so holy. And um, <laughs> Yeah. And um, I mean... Whoa. Okay, dude. All right. I got to bring something up. So this past year, uh, I did this thing called Exodus 90. Okay. Sounds like a drug. 
<laughs> no, it's not a drug. It's a book in the Bible, first of all. Um, Exodus 90 is basically like a 90-day uh, fast and spiritual exercise leading up to Easter. Um, um, basically, you fast from a lot of things. You give up, um, you give up secular music. You give up uh, like a whole bunch of basically, you know, the things that you would give up in Lent, the things you would think you give everything up. You yeah. got to take cold showers. You got to go to adoration every day. Oh, cold um, showers. What? Yeah, cold showers, man. Cold oh, showers. And, I, and the reason I bring that up is because before doing uh, before doing Exodus 90, um, I didn't see the damage that secular music did uh, to my you know state of being. You know, and that's why I say that you got to watch out what you put in your ears. Like one once in a while, it's cool. Yeah. But I just I just remember 90 days of listening to just worship music. Just imagine that. Just worship music. When you when you wake up, when you go to when you go to the gym, when you're uh, go, walking to class, just worship music. So I had to get creative. I had to find like worship, like Christian rappers. I had to find like techno Christian music and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I remember after Exodus ninety, I was so excited. I was like, Oh, I'm about to listen to to some Tupac. I'm about to listen to YG. <laughs> I'm about to listen to some country. And then I and then I started listening to these things, and I uh, and I just realized and took a step back and i was like wow my state of being right now is a little bit more restless and not at peace mm -hmm. and that's when i realized i was like okay that makes total sense you know um you know you should do it next year by the way man you know what i'm saying just a little, yeah. little nudge there <laughs> yeah yeah but that, that's what i'm saying like uh your state of being really uh depends on what you're putting in uh, to your mind and into your thoughts yeah i agree all right i think we blew out the music topic so Carlitos, Juan Carlos, what is what's up, bro? What is the next topic? You should bring it up. Okay, cool. Um, well, one thing that I did want to talk about with you um, was okay. So this is gonna—I might sound like a nerd to some people, or like a weirdo, but like Hi, actually, nerd. <laughs> I don't actually. You know what? Actually, I don't think there's a such thing as nerd. There's just people who like to, you know, uh, research, and then there's just people who don't just like to do that. But <coughs> nerd. Just, yeah. just saying. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up like, aside from school, what are things that you like to like study, like research? Like for me mm -hmm. personally, I'm very fascinated uh, with philosophy. I'm very fascinated with history um, and theology. I like finding truth and I like knowing uh, everything that I can about the church and about like uh, the, the events that have happened in the world. Because I think that has so much value, not only to someone who's trying to live out their faith, um, but, only, but for someone who's just trying to like uh, prove uh, the course of events through history uh well for me life of the saints man life of the saints are Amen. some of the greatest books you can ever read uh great inspiration you'll receive from them i just received two new books or three new books um from my new priest here on base i'll call father c for now and uh great man great priest uh he gave me a two volume book it's called the fathers and is by the man himself our most recent Pope, Pope Benedict. He wrote these two volumes. Yeah. And it's all about the popes and certain kind of priests. And he basically, how can I describe this? This is the quote he left behind on the book. He goes, let us now devote our attention to the, uh, to the fathers, that is to the first and second generations in the church, uh, in the church to the apostles. And thus we can see where the church's journey begins in history. So he's basically trying to base in these books. If anyone's read them, then awesome, good for you. But he's basically just trying to show us like the purpose of a pope and why it's important for us to know the history 
of our own church. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it's great. Like you said, you're always trying to learn history. And the other book you gave me here, uh, it's called Arm with Faith, The Life of Father Vincent R. Capadano. Uh, and he's actually, as we speak right now, in the canonization process. So please, please pray for him. He's in the canonization process to become a saint. Uh, and my priest here personally knows the priest that's in charge of that process right now. So please, prayers, prayers, prayers. I would love to see this man become a saint. He was a military chaplain. He was a lieutenant. Uh, and he was a bad A, like a cool dude, you know. Uh, yeah. And I highly recommend reading his book because this is absolutely amazing. And I just started reading it yesterday. I'm already hooked on it. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, stuff think, like that. Read your books about the faith. Yeah, I think one thing, uh, where at least where I personally lacked after, you know, starting my faith journey was the knowledge aspect you know i had the emotion i had the intent but i didn't have the knowledge mm -hmm. um but you weren't, not, you weren't nerdy enough you weren't nerdy yeah enough. i wasn't nerdy enough you know i was <laughs> i was still i was still a, i was still a punk back then um That's right. <laughs> I, had a, I had a hard head um but i just think it's it's uh the value of knowledge especially when it comes mm -hmm. to knowledge of your own church and knowledge mm -hmm. of like the the origins of the catholic church uh, and history yeah. in general uh, it's very i think it's very important and fruitful uh, for you to know what you're practicing, dude, like, I think uh, a lot of us um, Catholics, you know, there's the people who say, like, I'm Catholic, but uh, I don't agree with this, or I'm Catholic, but I don't really know what it's about. I'm Catholic. Uh, I was born into it. It's more of a tradition thing for me. Uh, I would encourage you uh, to really, you know, look into the catechism. Uh, looking yeah. to the theology, the theology of the church, and you know you got you got and, like it's not hard. You can just go to Google. It's yeah, and, really. and even even canon law, you should be understanding canon yeah. law. Like that's yeah. important to know. <laughs> Very yeah. important to know, guys. So please, uh, I know some of it might be boring and all that, but guess what? Sometimes you study stuff in school that you don't like, right? Well, suck it up, learn it, and trust me, you won't regret knowing it. And so you know, when someone attacks our faith, you can. There you go. Like, you know what, homie? Let's debate right now. Like, yeah. don't throw them hands. Let's throw them brains. Yeah, it's know? a good so, tool to defend the faith. Yeah, absolutely. And um, definitely look for social media people who know what they're talking about. Dr. Yeah. Alex, that is my man right there. He's great. He led the, uh, he led the uh, what was the conference? The one we just City of Saints. City of Saints. He led that. He was the MC for that. Uh, he's super smart man. Uh He's just an amazing speaker, and he he has his way of pulling you into wanting to learn about the faith. So I highly recommend following him on Instagram uh, and just watching his videos and stuff like that. It's good, it's good stuff. Uh, so yeah, just find people that Matthew Kelly. I don't know if you guys remember Matthew Kelly from confirmation classes, but he's that Australian dude. He's like, oh, I'm Matthew Kelly. You know, he talks like that. Um, his voice is definitely cool, yeah. uh, but he explains things so easily, and his books are also really good, too. My dad loves reading Matthew Kelly books. Um, so, yeah, just find people like that. Uh, read the, the Life of the Saints. Find inspiration to want to learn about the faith. Don't force yourself. Find the inspiration. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. And and I think we're going to touch a, a bit on this on our, on our podcast episode uh, for tomorrow, so I'm not really going to talk about it, but, but there's a certain person... Uh, that is uh, it's a big headline in the Catholic world right now. He's uh, he's a ver he's a vo he's a venerable right now, but he soon will be a saint. Trust me. Um, just a little hint: his, one of the patronages that he has taken on is uh, patronage of the internet. So that's a little hint right there. Um, and his his name starts with a C. But we'll talk about that. We'll <laughs> if talk you about haven't that. seen it, you've been living under a rock. So. Yeah, because it's pretty it's pretty cool, <laughs> it's man. All it's all over cool. Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, we'll touch on it for the for the episode that we're gonna release tomorrow because. 
uh, what you'll see. Uh, but dude, okay, I got, I got a question for you. And this is just like real talk, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. When, when you first, okay, have you, okay, first let me ask you this. Have you ever had like um, a debate with someone? Uh, of course, a lot, especially okay. since we started our page. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how, how many, have you ever interrupted someone? Uh, yeah, debate. out of anger, out of anger, absolutely. Yeah, so no. let's talk about the debate. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, oh, man. So I mean, whether, it's a current whether event, man. It's a current event. Yeah, whether you're for him or not, whether you're for Biden or Trump, doesn't matter. To me, it was entertaining. It was funny. It was a useless debate. Uh, yeah. Nothing got done. Nothing was told. No answers were answered from both people. Uh, but I will tell you this, though, and I'm not saying this um, – because I support our current president. I'm saying this because, you know, in our classes right now, we are learning tactics of debating. And one of those tactics is to make someone snap. It's a very dirty tactic to use, but it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and it worked. Because uh, if you remember in the very beginning, um, Joe Biden was like, shut up, shut up. He said that in an angry fashion, too. And yeah. Trump kind of smiled. He smirked. He's like, all right, I got you now. Um, but they both did terrible jobs. Um, <laughs> yeah, they both did honestly. terrible jobs. No answers were answered. Uh, no questions were answered. I mean, uh, and um, I, f- I hope that for the sake of this country that they both get their act together for the next debate. Uh, yeah, or at least the vice presidents, you know, the vi- the people running for vice president. I hope they get they have a better debate. Oh, I um, think I think Mike Pence will hold the ground, bro. Mike I Pence think, is a smart man. Whether you yeah. like him or not, he's a smart, educated man. So yeah, I think Mike um, Pence and Kamala Harris are going to have a good debate. I think Kamala both- Harris will be. I mean, it's going to be easy topics to shoot at her. Like, first of all, she was a corrupt cop, well, corrupt law enforcement as it was. No one in the law enforcement community supports her, let alone first responders. Um, even liberals don't even like her, which is funny. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Um, hopefully there's a better moderator this time and not one that is known to dislike Trump. Uh, I think that's very unfair. I think they should have an independent mindset where they do not have a favor in both the candidates. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Joe Rogan. Um, and <laughs> and uh, uh, But yeah, so really watch the debate, guys, because you'll be learning a lot. Um whether you think it's stupid or not, you need to watch them because it's for the sake of our, for the sake of the state you live in, first of all, and the sake of your country's government in general. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, watch that. I you mean, know what I heard rumors of, dude? What's that? Ben Shapiro, twenty-four. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. He's a little. He's he's a good debater, but he's a little he's a little weird. How's he? First, weird? that would be the first Jewish president in history, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, question is how would he act towards the catholic church in america though mm. what's his opinion on the catholic church in america as That's a jewish man and i'm not being like you know i'm not being discriminatory or anything like that but there are some hardcore catholics out there who, who are not fond of jewish people and there are some hardcore jewish people out there who are not fond of catholic people um so we'll see we'll see uh i don't know dan crenshaw by the way congressman former navy seal he's supposed to be running after this second term oh wow uh, I recommend you guys vote for him. He's a really great guy. Look at his stuff. Um, yeah, there's a. So we'll see, guys. We'll see. Um, I'm not trying to stress about it too much right now. What we should be praying for right now are the Dodgers, because the Dodgers oh, need to win this World Series. Not even about the Dodgers. <laughs> like, come on, the Lakers too, man. I mean, we got. Nah, they got crybaby LeBron James on there, so no, I'm not. 
<laughs> but I'm pretty the sure most anti-American athlete in all of history on their team. Oh, so no, but I think, not... I think they're gonna bring it home though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. They have to. Home. They have to win it for Kobe. Like they have to. Yeah, you know? I mean that's uh, that's like that's that's the whole point. Yeah, of that's the season. only reason why I'm supporting them because of, of Kobe. Like you have to win it. But, yeah. Um, man. Um, That's but crazy. yeah, guys. So uh, I I have adoration tomorrow with Father C. Uh, so I'll be praying for all of you, all the listeners, all the followers. Um, if you guys remember, if you guys have any prayer intentions, please send them in, because that you know that's what we're here for. We're here to help you. And we're here to help you pray and help you get through rough times and all that. So even if it's something that you think it's dumb to talk about, but you want to talk about it, message us. We, we keep it 100% confidential. It's private between only me, Carlos, and you. Um, I don't know. Carlos is pretty lazy, though, so he might not even Oh, look. my but, goodness. <laughs> Here we go again. Um, I'm just saying, guys, I'm running off a of one-hour sleep within the past 24 hours. I'm still awake. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Carlos has gotten plenty of sleep and all that stuff. That's because I'm not in the military, man. I'm a That's civilian, true. bro. I'm a civilian. That's true. I'm a civilian. And, so. you know. Can't compare. But anyways. Anyways, uh, I will offer up my adoration prayers for all of you guys out there. And if I'll post a story tomorrow so that before adoration starts, which adoration starts at 4 o'clock West Coast time um, and 7 o'clock East Coast time. So um, I'll keep you guys. Uh, I'll post a story and then I'll put a question up there that you can type in your answer of what you want me to pray for for you. Uh, I will not post those onto the story. Those answers would be kept confidential. So it would just be between me and you, and there's the train. Um, <laughs> um, he lives right next to a train, guys, so if you ever hear that, don't get freaked out. Um, yeah, it's my alarm clock, pretty much. Yeah, and I live right next to a drunken Marine, so if you ever hear that, don't get freaked out. <laughs> oh, man. That's my alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah, guys. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, do you have any announcements to make? Um, all I gotta say is there's a lot of stuff coming for both New Era Saints and the Soul Movement. There's the Soul Movement. Just wait, man. I'm just telling you the stuff that we're gonna be dropping, um, everything that we're gonna be starting to do. We're just gonna start. Uh, Awesome. We've gotten pretty creative with our, our content. We're going to start uh, changing that up a bit. Uh, but for you guys, just stay tuned and, and uh, updates on stay both tuned. pages. Stay tuned. It's going to be sick. So, yeah, guys, like Matt said, uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, give us your prayer intentions. And, and then also, if you guys are interested in listening to any certain topics and you guys want us to look into those, uh, we'd be down to do anything. So just go ahead and DM us. And we'll Ooh, be able to take slide that. into those DMs. Yeah, new, <laughs> and we'll be able to take that request. Um, but thank you guys for listening, and like always, um, Carlos. And I am future Saint Matthew. All right, very original. All right, guys, <laughs> keep striving for holiness and uh, peace.